This is episode 58 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to talk all about how to navigate hearing no in your career. Now, I know that a lot of high achieving and ambitious women of color are listening to this podcast right now, and maybe you struggle with hearing no. Maybe you internalize that as something is wrong with you and that you're being rejected. I want to talk through how you can really reframe how you see no and master your ability to navigate those situations so that it doesn't throw you off track. If you want to know more about how to navigate no in your career, then this episode is for you. This is Deeper Than Work, a podcast that specializes in real career talk for real career women. Join your host, Dorianne St. Fleur, as she shares practical and actionable strategies guaranteed to help you become the corporate powerhouse you're meant to be. So I want to touch on this idea of the word no and how integral it is, our ability to navigate no, how important that is to the journey of success. So I've coached thousands of women at this point in my career, whether it's individual coaching, group coaching, whatever it is. And one of the common themes that I find in a lot of the women that I work with, and I'm talking about high achieving, ambitious, top performing women, right? Who have the credentials and the credibility and the know-how, the knowledge, all of that. One of the things that really keeps these women stuck or keeps them in a space where they're not necessarily pushing past into their next level and operating at the highest level of potential that they have is this inability to deal with, confront, manage, hearing no. And I want to unpack that for you today so that you can really reframe and begin to rethink the way that you look at hearing no so that it doesn't stop you from moving into your potential. It doesn't stop you from excelling and achieving the highest heights of success that you have, that you want to achieve in your career. And so when I think about no, even and even in myself, when I think about my own career journey and the women that I work with, hearing no is often a driver or it, avoiding hearing no is often the biggest driver in the decisions and the moves that you'll make in your career. So not wanting to hear no could mean that you're not going to raise your hand for that open role on your team. There's, you know, there's an opportunity for you to be promoted and you won't put your hat in the ring. You see a job posted that you know you could do really well in and you won't apply. You know that you should be more visible and Stop being that best kept secret in your industry. You have so much to to bring to the table and so much to talk about, but you won't do it because of that fear of hearing no. Or, you know, the, like 
wanting to network and, and build your network and, and meet people who you know can help you with the trajectory of your career, but you don't do it because you're afraid of hearing no. This idea of not wanting to hear no, and, and this no comes in so many different forms, is pervasive. And it's a big reason why we as women of color are not moving into the spaces that we should be, right? And this is putting aside some of the systemic, obviously there's bigger issues at play, but a lot of times when it comes down to it, when there are opportunities, when people are being allies, when there are these, these new frontiers that we can, we can own in our careers, we don't because of this idea of, well, what if the answer is no? And when I dig into that and I have these conversations and we think about, okay, what's so bad about hearing no? What's the worst that can happen? It comes to this idea of feeling rejected. And I know for me, this is one of my, you know, my therapist will tell you one of my big things and and the things that I just have a hard time jumping over uh, hoops, (laughs) humps and, and challenges is when it comes to this idea of being rejected. And so we're hearing when we hear no, no, you didn't get the job, no, this opportunity, no, this isn't the right fit, no, this isn't the right time, or even not even hearing it. When we think that it's a possibility that we will hear no, we say, okay, I don't want to be rejected because no means rejection. And so I'm not even going to move forward. I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to to put myself out there. So there's even a possibility of me being rejected. And so what I want to dig into in this episode is really for us to begin to think about why that is and begin to reframe the word no so that we're not operating from this space of fear and that we actually are putting our best foot forward and doing what it is that we need to do to excel in our careers. So first, let's unpack this idea of rejection. What is rejection? Rejection, and I actually look this up, it says is the dismissing or refusing of a person, proposal, idea, etc. And this idea of social rejection, so this interpersonal rejection between people, is when someone is deliberately excluded from something. And so when we hear no, or when we think about the possibility of hearing no, oftentimes the reason why we want to avoid that is because we feel like we're going to be dismissed, denied, or excluded. And I want you to think about how that plays out in your career. So think about the last time you've wanted something or you wanted to say something in a meeting. You wanted to stand up or speak up for yourself. You wanted to apply for a job. You wanted to ask for a raise. Think of something that you've wanted to do in your career and you didn't do it. And ask yourself, why didn't I do it? And keep going down and asking why, asking why. And ultimately, you'll likely get to a point where the reason why I didn't do this thing is because at some point in this whole process, when I was going through and making my decision on what I should do, I thought that I would get dismissed, refused, you know, rejected, excluded. One of these things are coming into play. 
And I want, as we have this conversation, for you to rethink and reframe that because that belief that when I hear no, it means I'm being rejected, which means I'm being dismissed, refused, denied, excluded. That will keep you stuck in the same position that you're in, even though you have this desire to move forward. So it's really dangerous And I know this is a strong word for me to say, but I truly believe it is dangerous for us to default to this idea of being rejected. And I'm saying this as someone who does struggle with rejection. What I've realized is that it's a dangerous space for me to be in. When you default to rejection and every time you hear a no or every time you think that you might hear a no, then it it turns into you're being rejected. What that does, rejection decreases your confidence. When you think about these things like imposter syndrome and lack of self-confidence and just being not putting yourself out there, when you are thinking that you're going to be rejected all the time, It decreases your ability to push past those things. It decreases your confidence. It also increases rejection, your anger, anxiety, depression, jealousy, and sadness. And this idea of rejection, when we we own that, when we take that on, when we think that's what's happening to us, sabotages our success over the long term. So rejection, taking on this this identity of I've been rejected, I am a rejection, someone has rejected me, decreases your self-confidence, increases anger, anxiety, depression, jealousy, and sadness, and sabotages your success over the long term. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think about the goals that I need to accomplish, the things that I want to do, how I want my career to play out, I don't have time for things that are going to decrease my confidence and increase all of these negative emotions and sabotage my success. I don't have time for that. And so the question should be, how do I move past this space of rejection? How do I move past this space of not wanting to put myself out there because of this big fear of rejection that's over me? How can I reframe that? And that's what I want us to talk about today. So the first thing that I think is really, really important is that no one can actually reject you, right? So yes, people can be rude, disrespectful. They can have their slights. You can feel like they're being dismissive. So I'm not saying that stuff doesn't happen, but the internalization of that into for it to mean that I am refused, I am dismissed, I am cast off to the side, that's the piece that you actually have control over. And something that I've been really mulling over and owning and internalizing lately is that no one can reject me because I am inherently worthy. Like just me being a human being, being created, I am inherently worthy. I have value. And so because of that, you can't reject me. You can't, 
you, you, you can't, maybe you can do these actions and you can do these things, but I don't have to take that on. I don't have to internalize that and, and start thinking that I am a reject, right? Or that I am unworthy or that I shouldn't do these things. And that small shift has really helped me to become more resilient. When things don't go my way, I'm able to reframe and I'll talk about some ways to rethink the no and rethink rejection, but I'm able to more easily do that because I realized that even though I may not get this opportunity, even though this may not happen, even though this person may be treating me in this way, it doesn't change the fact that I am inherently worthy. If you think about a diamond, right? Diamonds are super valuable, they're sparkly, they're shiny, all of these great things. If I accidentally threw my wedding ring out the window, right? And all the diamonds that are on it and it's out the window and some stray animal finds it and digs it up and slobbers all over it and, you know, does all these things to it. Even though this animal is treating this diamond ring with disrespect and casting it off to the side and not really seeing, you know, the, the, how, wor- how worth, how much it is worth, It doesn't change the fact that my diamond ring is still worth something, that there's still value there. Just because the person who has it at this moment or the person who's interacting with it in this moment doesn't see how valuable you are, doesn't see your contributions, doesn't see what you do. It doesn't change the fact that you are indeed valuable, indeed worthy When you understand that, you start to operate differently. You start to realize that when I hear no, it's not necessarily a rejection because it doesn't change my worth. That you you're 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 not dismissing me, you're not denying me, you're not excluding me because I I refuse to internalize that. And so instead of thinking of when you hear no or the possibility of a no as a bad thing because it at the core means that you've been rejected and that you're not worthy or deserving. I want to challenge you to start to shift those beliefs and shift that thinking into a way that empowers you and doesn't move you, doesn't knock you off of your path. And so I want to talk through some beliefs that you have to have. I want to talk through this, how you should actually see no's. But I think it's really important for me to kind of bring you through this process about what it is and how we should be reframing and the beliefs that you should have first so that you're able to see no in a different way and to see what no actually is. Because if I just start saying, okay, this is how you need to see no and don't address some of these beliefs that you have first, then there's going to be a disconnect. So I want to make sure that we are touching on that and that you're clear on that. So to me, there's three beliefs that you have to have first before you can even think about reframing the no and seeing for it for what it really is. There's three beliefs that you must have first. The first is that I believe that success is actually something that is attainable for me. I believe that success is something that I want. This is a a belief that you must have first. If you don't even believe that you want to be successful, if you don't really even believe that it's something that's attainable, then 
you likely won't be able to reframe the no's, right? You won't be able to move past the rejection because internally you don't even believe that this is something that you want. It's something that you need. It's something that, you know, you, you can have. So that's the first thing. I actually believe that success is attainable. I actually believe that when I look at my career and I look at the trajectory um, of my professional life, that success is a part of that. The second belief is that I am worthy and deserving of this success. So this success that I want in my career, this amount of money I want to make, this opportunity that I want to take, this impact I want to have, that, that I know that it's actually something that I want and part of my future, I'm actually worthy of it. I deserve it inherently because of who I am. And then when we add on the credentials, the credibility, the experience, the skill set that I have, I am worthy and deserving of this. And the third belief is that success is inevitable for me. And I say this all the time, success is inevitable. The only variable when it comes to success is how long it'll take you to get to your success. But there needs to be a fundamental belief that success is actually coming, that it's inevitable, that it's promised to me. When you believe that you want to be the successful, that it, it, it's something that you can achieve, that you're worthy and deserving of achieving it, and that it is coming, it is so. When you believe those things, then you're able to reframe what no's look like on the journey. Think about two people. One person doesn't really believe success is inevitable. They're not really deserving of it. When they hear a no, then it's like, yeah, see, I knew it. I got rejected again. I wasn't supposed to have this anyway. This isn't part of what I'm, my plan and my history and my goal. Whereas when someone else hears no, the person who does believe that it's success is inevitable and that they're worthy of it and they want to be successful. Okay, I got this no. All right, well, this wasn't it. But then the next thing is it because I know success is coming. I know success is inevitable. And it's not to say that you don't get upset, that you don't feel disappointed. It's not to say that. But you don't stay there and you don't internalize it as you suck and that you're not good enough and that you can't get what you want because, you know, success is inevitable. Success is coming. I'm worthy of this success. It's been promised to me. It is attainable. And this is something that I want and that I see on my path and in my future. So even before I can talk about how to see these no's, I really want you to think about it. How do I even view success in general? Do I believe that it is inevitable? Do I believe that success is coming? Do this role that I want, this opportunity, this uh, this business I want to build, this, this, this level I want to get to in my career, the impact, how I want to lead the people on my teams, is this even possible for me? Do I believe that it is promised? Those are some of the questions that I want you to ask yourself and really solidify and get clear on so that you know what you're bringing into you as you begin to reframe. It's going to be hard to do that if you don't start with these beliefs, right? I talk about how our beliefs really control our outcomes. The beliefs we have determine the stories we tell ourselves, right? The stories we tell ourselves determine the decisions that we make. The decisions that we make determine the actions that we take. And our actions determine our outcome. It determines our reality, 
So it is important if you want to shift and you want a new reality and you want to push past the ceiling that you have right now in your career and you want to stand up for yourself and you want to get more confident and comfortable with uncertainty and the possibility that things people may say no, right? And that things happen, you have to first start with changing and shifting your beliefs. And so that's the first thing that I really, really want you to think about and do in this process. Once you've done that, Once you really get clear on your beliefs and where you stand and understand that you're worthy and success is inevitable and all of those things, then you can start reframing then how you're going to deal with the no's that come up, right? When things don't go your way, when opportunities that you really thought were yours, you'll be able to deal with them differently because of the beliefs and the stories that you're telling yourself about what it all means. And so when I think about no, when I think about not getting something, someone saying no, an opportunity going to someone else, things falling through, right? When I think about all of those things, it's not that you should walk around with this false idea that it never happens. It's not that. But when it does happen, because this is life, right? And not every single thing is always going to be a yes and, and no hiccups and no challenges, But when it does happen, how will you internalize that? What will you think about it? What what is the story that you'll tell yourself about it? And so to me, no has three distinct purposes. And spoiler alert, none of those purposes are to reject you or to make you feel less than or to make you feel inferior, right? We We just covered that. It is not about that. You can't reject me. My value is always here. My value always stays. Whether or not you see that, whether or not you hire me, whether or not you agree to paying me more, whether or not you give me this this opportunity, whether or not you feature my story in your publication, the worth and the value is still there. You cannot reject me, right? Whether or not you're racist towards me, you're perpetrating microaggressions on me, you cannot reject me. It's a you problem. If you don't see my worth, right, that straight animal who's digging my ring into the ground and throwing it around and slobbering all over it, that's a that's a that's a him problem. That's an animal problem. That's not a me problem. It doesn't change the fact that I'm still worthy. And so because I'm thinking in this way, then when I do hear no or when things are not working out, I reframe it and think about what it actually means. Now, the first thing about no that I fundamentally believe, and I've seen this to be true in my career time and time again, is that no's, one of the purposes of them is really just to get you closer to the yeses. The yeses are in the land of the no's. It's among the no's. We cannot get a yes. We cannot get a win without a no or a loss. So that hearing no is part of the process towards hearing yes. If you're in a job search, you literally need just one yes, right? And on that journey to that one yes for that dream job that you want, there are no's. And with those no's, that means that that's not the yes. That's not the one that I'm looking for. And so instead of seeing it as this negative thing that has happened, I'm like, okay, then I'm one step closer to this yes that I need. I'm one step closer to figuring out how to actually get to the desired outcome that I want. And so I would say that it's time for us to start celebrating some of those no's, 
right? Oh, no, not the right fit. Okay, great. Awesome. Now I know that I'm getting closer to where I am the right fit. Okay, this isn't the right opportunity. Awesome. I'm going to celebrate this because it's going to get me closer to where I want to be. Oh, not this time. Okay, great. Let me re reevaluate. Is this even the company that I want to be at? If I'm, if I heard no one on, on getting this promotion, wh- let me celebrate the fact that I'm, some, I'm learning something here, so that I can figure out what I need to change. Do I need to build up my skills? Do I need to go to another company? Do I need to find some other allies or, or mentors or sponsors? Right. This my my yes is coming. It's part of this process. And so I'm going to celebrate the the no's and the setbacks and the things that happen on the way, because it's just getting me closer to where it is that I need to be. Another purpose of no is for protection. I don't know about you, but there have been so many times in my personal and my professional life where I've heard no, something did not happen, it did not work out, and I was devastated. And sometime later, maybe weeks later, maybe even years later, there are things that now I realize why I was told no. Years, five years, six years after the fact. But no is there for protection, to protect you. Because your success is inevitable and it's coming, I need to make sure that I'm on the right path, that I have the right things in play. And if I was just hearing yes, yes, yes the whole time, then I wouldn't course correct. I wouldn't go and pick up additional um, skills and learning, right? I wouldn't try to network and build the connections and people that I have. I wouldn't think about how can I improve myself and how I'm showing up in my career and, and all of these things if I was just hearing yes the whole time. And so to protect me from being in a situation that I'm not ready for or being in a situation that Um, I'm not going to be able to show up fully in the way that I need to. Sometimes these no's come on my path to to protect me from something that wasn't meant for me. Maybe on on the surface there, I can think of jobs where on on, on the surface, on paper, it looked like this was a great opportunity. I should be doing this. Everything looks like it checked out. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Maybe I changed my mind. Maybe they changed their mind or whatever it was. And after some time, I realized this is why I wasn't supposed to do that. There was literally a company that I really wanted to work for. It didn't work out. And about a year and a half later, the company was acquired by another company. All the people who were in that role there, the people that I interviewed with that I knew, they ended up quitting or or getting let go. It just didn't, it looked completely different than what it was. I would not have wanted to be a part of that, right? No is for protection sometimes. And so God, what are you protecting me from? I'm getting a no and I'm really thinking this is what I want it to be. What is it? What is the lesson that needs to be learned here? What am I being protected from? is one of the ways I see no now. And finally, no can redirect you. Maybe this was the path you were supposed to be going going down, but now because there's other things that are happening, other things that are at play, you actually need to course correct. You need to move here. You thought that's what you should be doing, but no, you need to be redirected. And so you're gonna hear no so that you can pay attention. And figure out, okay, what's the next direction? Where should I be headed? Where should I be going? No should never be seen as rejection. 
No's should never be seen as you are rejected. You are not good enough. You are not worthy. You are not deserving. They should never be seen in that way. Who you are, what you bring to the table, what your value is, your impact, your power does not change just because other people don't see it. They're not ready for it. It's not the right fit for them. That doesn't change. And so instead of taking a no as a rejection against you, as that you're not good enough, start to think about it as, hmm, how much closer now am I getting to my yes? How is this no protecting me? How is this no redirecting me so that I can be actually in the space where I'm supposed to be? It's really important for you to reframe this because if you don't, then a lot of the choices that you make will be coming from this fear place, right? I'm not going to apply. I talked about this earlier. I'm not going to apply because I might hear no. They might reject me. I'm not going to go after this opportunity because I might get rejected. I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to speak up because I get rejected. But what about I'm going to put my best foot forward in this job search process. And if I don't get it, then I know that there's lessons for me to learn here. Perhaps it's a protection for something that could have come that could have happened once I got this role. Perhaps I need to redirect what I'm doing. Or if I am on the right track, perhaps it's just getting me one step closer to where I need to be. Instead of looking at things as it's only negative and this is happening to you and this is something that, you know, may mean that you're a bad person, how is this no benefiting me actually? How is this no happening for me instead of happening to me? How can I reframe what's happening so that I don't internalize inferiority? I don't internalize being less than. I don't internalize being a rejection. This is really, I, I, I want to drive this point home as hard as I can. As you move forward in your career, as you climb these, the heights of success, as you do these things, it's going to be more and more important for you to control your beliefs, control the stories, and starting fundamentally with this idea of being able to handle no, being able to handle not yet, being able to handle d- delay, right? Being able to handle these things is going to be integral as you move forward in your career. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. This is really how we spread the message and let people know about what we're doing here over at Deeper Than Work. And if you want to share with me on social Tag me at your career girl. Let me see those photos of you listening to the podcast. Tell me what was your biggest takeaway. I can't wait to connect with you.